Welcome to the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. I am the Queen of Pep Talks, Jessica Battle, founder and CEO of the Join Jessica XO brand, where I coach, speak, and influence women to improve their mindsets so they can become happier, healthier, and more successful than ever before. I am obsessed with helping women create the unwavering ability to believe in themselves in order to achieve a life beyond their wildest dreams. Each week, I'll bring you a series of pep talks that will encourage you to break through your own limiting beliefs and help you develop the mindset that will allow you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. If you're looking to lose your own bullshit excuses, get out of your own way and grow into your infinite potential, well then, you're in the right place. Are you with me? Let's dive in. Hello, my love, and welcome back to another episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. Happy Monday. It is a brand new week. I hope that your day and your week are off to the most fantastic start. I feel so excited right now and so giddy because in one hour, we are getting ready to kick off the one and only session of the Mind, Body, and Spirit Transformation Program. My heart is just overflowing with excitement to open the doors because The transformation that happens inside of MBS is unlike anything in the world. And I say that so confidently after taking so many women through this experience for the women who are inside, buckle up. You are about to go on the ride of your lifetime and you are about to transform in the most beautiful way. I'm just so thrilled and so excited to kick this off. We only do MBS once a year now, which makes it even more special for me. And if you missed this session, I hope that you will reach out to me so we can chat about getting you inside of the next session of MBS in 2024. I also want to say a couple of other things before we jump into today's episode, which is going to be a goodie for you at the start of a brand new week. I want to remind you that exclusive pep talks with the queen is such a powerful place for you to be. If you're desiring a touch of coaching, personalized coaching and support from me, I just released an episode on Friday for one of my listeners who asked, how do I find the discipline? How do I learn how to be a woman who does what she says she's going to do when everything in my mind is screaming, don't do it. I don't feel like it. I'm not in the mood. How do I actually show up for myself? One of the coolest parts about exclusive pep talks with the queen is the fact that you get to bring questions to me and I answer them on episodes for you. So I'm speaking directly to you. I am using your name. I am reading your questions. And if we have worked together before in the past, I get to give you really incredible coaching because I already know you. But even if I don't know you, I can give you incredible, powerful advice and guidance and support for the questions that you have in your life or the things that you are struggling to create change around. We have, I think that was 34 episodes now released on Friday. When you join exclusive pep talks, you get immediate access to all of the previous episodes, plus all of the bonus episodes that we do every month. There are one, two, three, four, five, six six bonus episodes every month inside of exclusive pep talks with the queen. And we also do a zoom call every other month for personalized coaching and support. So I'm going to recommend that you join exclusive pep talks with the queen. We have some more really incredible changes coming here on the queen of pep talks podcast to make exclusive pep talks even more bang for your buck. You'll hear about that in the coming weeks. So if you desire to join us, link is in the show notes of this episode. I also wanted to just shout you guys out and give a big special 
special thank you to everyone who reached out after Friday's episode and told me how much the conversation with Victoria St. Floor impacted you. The clip that I shared on social media that got a lot of people listening to this episode was Victoria talking about the nervous system and the fact that it doesn't have discernment. And the only thing it's looking for is, do I have record of this in my life? Is this experience familiar to me in my life? And she went on to talk about some things in business and also some things in relationships. And I cut the marketing clip to talk about the relationship piece because after she spoke on that, I responded to her and said, okay, so this is why I self-sabotaged my relationship for two years. And obviously I know these things, but to make the conversation engaging for you guys, I share that piece of me. And that's something that I've talked about on social media a good bit, but The thing about changing your life that I find so fascinating and interesting is that I learned how to stop self-sabotaging with food. I learned how to stop self-sabotaging with my behaviors around my relationship with my body. But what I failed to realize early on in my journey to really changing my mindset was just because you've overcome self-sabotage or even say perfectionism or all or nothing thinking in one area of your life, it doesn't mean that it won't later present itself in another area of your life. And I noticed self-sabotage If you self-sabotage, it's likely you do it in a lot of areas of your life. And because I was not familiar with a healthy love, because I had never experienced a relationship where there wasn't violence and there wasn't abuse, being with Chris felt so foreign for me. Like, what do you mean? I have a nice guy here who doesn't call me names, a nice guy who doesn't raise his voice, a nice guy who really loves me for who I am, a nice guy who accepts me for the flaws that I have and the things that I'm not perfect around, a guy who wants to grow with me like a guy who doesn't want to just like treat me like a piece of shit. This is so foreign. I spent years trying to sabotage my relationship. And if you missed the lessons in love masterclass, which was free inside of my Facebook community, that's a conversation worth listening to. If you find yourself sabotaging in your relationship, because we don't even realize how some of the things that we nitpick or some of the things that we try and end relationships over are really just our way to sabotage ourselves in that relationship. So we'll put the link for the Love Lessons Masterclass in the show notes of this episode as well. Again, it's free. It's hosted inside of my free Facebook community. Join Jessica XO on Facebook. I think it was like two hours and it was such a beautiful conversation inside. I shared, I think there were seven or eight lessons that I've learned in the last six plus years of marriage that have just been incredibly beneficial for me as a partner. It's not about changing him. It's not about having him show up differently in our relationship. It was what do I need to work on within myself that's going to allow us to have a really healthy and fulfilling marriage. So if you're in a relationship and you want to hear more about that, or maybe you're single and wanting to learn how can you work on healing yourself before you move into a relationship, I definitely recommend listening to that. Okay. On today's episode, I want to talk about some language shifts that you can adopt today at the start of this week, at the start of quarter two, or literally at any time in your life that are going to help you feel better in your life, adopt a growth mindset, and achieve more success. I don't need to, maybe I do, but I'm not going to. I don't need to reiterate for you guys the power of your language. You should know by now, especially if you've been plugged into listening to me for a long time, this is something that I talk about all of the time. The way that 
you think impacts the way that you feel and the way that you feel impacts the way that you show up in your life. You have a lot of evidence of this, okay? You have a lot of evidence for this. If you look around in your life, pay attention to how the thoughts that you think create feelings within you and how much like I was talking about at the start of this episode, I recorded an exclusive podcast episode because the thoughts that my client was thinking We're making her not want to take action. She's like, I'm not in the mood to do it, so I'm not going to do it. I don't feel like doing it, so I'm not going to do it. The thoughts that you think create feelings which encourage or discourage behavior. The first step to really creating a successful life is beginning to look at the way that you think. And if you're listening right now, maybe you're new to my world and this is one of the first episodes that you've landed on, I really want you to know that if you're like another person talking about mindset, like this shit is such bullshit, I don't need this. I get you, I see you, I feel you, because I also thought that mindset work was BS for a very long time. My exact words were, what is this woo-woo bullshit? I don't need this. I saw people talking about manifestation. I saw people talking about creating your reality. I started listening to Abraham Hicks, and she's talking about the vortex. And I'm like, what the fuck? What is this stuff? Like, what is this spiritual cult-like stuff that I'm getting sucked into? I was like, I don't need this. Until I realized the way that my thoughts impacted the way that I feel and the way that I feel is a driver for the way that I show up in my life. And I've begun to realize, I say begun, like I've been doing this work now for like seven years. It feels like it's gone by in the blink of an eye. But I have realized over the last several years how impactful the way that I think is in my life, not just in terms of what I achieve. And for many of you, you might be here because you're like wanting to learn how to achieve more success in your life. Maybe it's in your health and fitness. Maybe it's in your finances. Maybe it's in your business. And sure, the outward success is great. Cool. I will 100% help you achieve that. But at the same time, What I care about the most in all of the work that I do with my clients is how do you feel in your life? And the reason I care so much about how you feel is because the way that you feel is going to impact the way that you show up. Think about when you're inspired or you're motivated, you feel really good and excited. You want to show up and take action. It's easier to show up and take action. Think about when you have a bad day or a hard day or you're in like a spiral of negative self-talk. It feels really hard to pull yourself out of that and take action. So I deeply believe and I have evidence of in my own life and in so many of my clients' life, the first step to creating the change that you want and feeling the way that you want to feel in your life is learning to control your thoughts. And often that requires reframing our language. And if you struggle with reframes, which we're going to share inside of this episode, I'm going to give you a number of shifts in the way that you think around creating success, around taking steps forward in your life. If it feels like these kinds of reframes feel like bullshit. I think the episode is titled Positive Affirmations Are Bullshit. Go and listen to that episode because it's so important that you understand that you're capable of taking steps forward with more positive ways of thinking, even if these kind of language shifts that I'm going to share with you today in this episode don't resonate. You can land on ones that resonate for you. But These are all ways of thinking that I have had to shift to create the success that I have achieved in my life. And we're talking maintaining weight loss, staying consistent with habits, getting out of 60K in debt, building a million plus, like $1.7 million coaching business, quitting my corporate job, like all of the things that I have quote unquote manifested in my life. Sure, they were manifested, but they were manifested because I had the belief in myself because I changed the way that I thought. 
and I was willing to do the hard work that was required in order for me to create the result that I was looking for. Okay, so let's run through some of these. There are two, four, six of them that I'm going to share with you, and I will probably riff on each topic for just a minute or two to give you kind of a little bit more in-depth of an understanding of why this matters. So instead of this sentence, this is how I've always been, so this is how I'll always be, try using this language. I am capable of changing my habits and behaviors. This one was so big for me, and I'm going to bet if you feel stuck in your life, this is probably one that is big for you too. Do you find yourself constantly playing on your mind in repeat? I've always been this way. I don't know how to change. Oh, I've just been this way forever. If I've always been this way, then it's how I'm always going to be. If that's the way that you're thinking, then of course you're justifying staying the same. But what if instead you told yourself, I'm capable of changing my habits and behaviors. That doesn't mean that you're going to go from who you are to who you desire to be overnight. It doesn't mean that your entire way of thinking or your entire way of behaving is going to change. But what it does mean is that you see possibility. It means that you see hope. It means that you see potential for your future to change. And what happens when you see potential for your future to change? You stop justifying the shitty behaviors that are in alignment with you staying stuck where you are in your life. So stop fighting to stay where you are, if you are unhappy in your life right now, in any area, I don't care where it is, if you are unhappy, stop fighting to stay there. Just because you've been in that position for a long time, maybe your entire life, it doesn't mean that you have to stay there forever. You have to learn to see potential in your ability to change your thoughts, your patterns, your behaviors, the way that you take action in your life. Okay. The second one is instead of saying experiencing failure means that success isn't possible for me, Try saying, failure is evidence that I'm trying and it is an expected part of my success. In the episode that I just referenced a couple of minutes ago, Positive Affirmations Are Bullshit, I went on depth inside of this episode on this particular reframe around failure. Failure is absolutely 150% a part of your success. If you, the only way that you can guarantee avoiding failure is by not trying at all. Every single one of us is experiencing failure in life in some capacity. If there's something that you want to achieve, you have to stop running away from failure and convincing yourself that it means that success is not possible for you. Success is still possible for you. Failure is something that you are going to achieve along the way. But if you keep telling yourself, this failure means that I'll never succeed, this failure means that I'll never succeed, then again, justifying not taking action because you've convinced yourself that success is not possible for you. The next one, and this one is really important, especially if you are new to working with a coach or you're considering working with a coach or hiring a mentor, or you've struggled with getting feedback in your life like I have, feedback for me in my life used to mean immediate defense. And I recorded an episode with my first ever coach, Jimmy Hayes Nelson, who was my Beachbody coach. And you're going to hear a really candid conversation between us about my inability to be coached 10 years ago when I was working with him as a Beachbody coach. If someone tried to coach me or teach me how to do something, or tell me to change something, it was like immediate defense went up because that's how I lived my entire life. I took everything so personally, which held me back from creating any success moving forward because I wasn't open to feedback. So instead of saying coaching feedback and constructive criticism means I'm not doing a good job, instead try saying feedback and guidance from those who have achieved what I want is valuable and helps me grow. 
This was really important for me and something that, to be quite honest with you, I'm still working through and experiencing right now as I'm a part of HPS and going through this new mentorship of trying new things and doing things that I've never done before and working with, I mean, just the most qualified speakers in the world. Like my coaches and mentors right now are fucking knockouts. Like they are the best of the best of the best of the best. They are freaking world class. Okay. So experiencing and getting feedback from them or criticism from them or whatever you want to call it, coaching from them, mentorship from them, it can feel a little bit uncomfortable because it's like, well, I just want to do it right. But we can't take everything personally in life. And you have to be open to receiving coaching and feedback. If you have children who you put on a sports team, don't you tell them when your coach tells you to do something, you listen because your coach knows what's best for you. Your coach knows what's best for your team, what's best for you, for your safety, for your success. You listen to your coach. But sometimes as we grow into adulthood and we stop getting feedback like that on a regular basis, we can start to put walls up or maybe we've never been comfortable with it to begin with. I never played sports as a kid. Well, I did. I was on the soccer team for like two weeks until my mom couldn't afford it anymore when my dad abandoned my family and she had to pull me out of soccer. I was a goalie and I really liked soccer too. That was heartbreaking for me. But What I'm saying here is stay open to feedback and criticism because it's not negative. We have this negative connotation attached to if someone gives you criticism or feedback, it's not always negative. The person, especially if you're working with a coach or a mentor, they want to see you win. So be open to that. Okay. The next one is instead of saying others who have achieved the success I want are more special, gifted, or talented than me. Try saying, even if I don't know everything it takes to succeed, I have the ability to learn and improve. I've said this a number of times, and I will reiterate it for you right now. If you're looking around in your life and seeing people who are doing things that you want to do or who have achieved things that you want to achieve, and you are immediately convincing yourself that the only reason they are in that position is because they are somehow better than you, you're setting yourself up for long-term failure in life because you're already counting yourself out by convincing yourself that other people are somehow better or more talented than you when that's really not the case. Most of the time, the people who are achieving the things that you want they might even be less qualified than you. They even may be less intelligent than you. You have everything that you need. The difference is they're willing to go for it and you're not. And if you can take that approach, you'll realize, oh, wow, I'm the only one that's holding me back from achieving the success that I want because I don't need to convince myself that other people are smarter than me or they have something that I don't have or they're more qualified than me. They just went for it. And you can become a woman who goes for it too by using this powerful language shift of even if I don't know everything that it takes to achieve it right now, can you again see the potential and the hope in the fact that you have the ability to learn, grow, and improve? Because you do. And this is a big part of adopting a growth mindset. You have to see your potential. If you don't see your potential, you're going to stay stuck where you are for the rest of your life. And if you don't see your potential, I'm going to recommend you hire a coach. doesn't have to be me, but you should get under mentorship with someone who can help you believe in yourself. I spent a lot of years not believing in myself, so many years not believing in myself. And now I know with full certainty that I can achieve anything that I want if and only if I'm willing to do the work required and... I'm willing to stay consistent even when I'm not seeing the result that I want. And that is where most people fall short. Most people will only do the work when they're seeing the result that they want. And most people aren't willing to start 
because they don't feel qualified, because they've convinced themselves that they don't have what it takes, okay? The next language shift is instead of saying challenges and difficulties only happen because I'm not meant to achieve this in my life, try saying I embrace challenges and difficulties because that's where I learn the most about myself. You may be going into this week right now, it's Monday, maybe if you're listening when this drop live, it doesn't really matter what day of the week it is. You may have had a weekend where you sabotaged yourself all week long. And you're looking at this as a huge challenge and an obstacle and a roadblock that's standing in your way. And that sucks, right? We don't like obstacles and challenges and roadblocks. However, they are a part of life. You may be convincing yourself right now because you've experienced maybe the same challenge or the same obstacle or the same roadblock over and over and over again. Maybe you're convincing yourself, ah, this just must not be meant for me. I've shared in many of my masterclasses a quote that I share all of the time that I created that I came up with. A lot of people tend to think if it's not easy, then it's not meant for me. And I call bullshit. Nothing that I have achieved has been easy for me. Everything that I've achieved has required work. I've experienced setbacks. I've experienced difficulties. I've experienced heartache and heartbreak along the way. But I don't see those as indicators that I can't be successful. And the moment that you stop seeing them as indicators that you can't be successful, queen, you are going to become so much more successful because you're open to embracing the setbacks. You're open to embracing the challenges and the difficulties that are going to, with certainty, present themselves along the way, okay? And the final language shift that I want to share with you is if I'm not good at something right now, I'll never be good at it. And I want you to try this instead. With patience, practice, and persistence, I can master new skills. Do you believe? Again, this all comes back to potential and hope and your ability to trust in your capability of changing. Do you believe that you can change? Because you can master new skills. You can learn new things. But only if you work on patience, practice, and persistence. Stop quitting on yourself just because you don't achieve what you want in the first two months of trying. Stop quitting on yourself just because all of your dreams haven't come true in the first six months of putting in effort. Sometimes the result that you want is going to take time. You have to allow yourself the permission to stay consistent over the course of a long period of time to achieve what you want in your life. You don't get to skip all of the hard stages and jump right to the success. You have to be a beginner. You have to go through the challenges. You have to experience the roadblocks. You have to experience the failures. You have to see people who are thriving and doing better than you. You have to question yourself. You have to doubt yourself. It's all a part of the game. But if you can change the way that you think, and instead of seeing things in such a negative light, learn to see, again, hope and potential and possibility and trust in your ability to achieve what you want, then you will succeed. You will achieve everything that you desire in your life because you have the mindset that allows you to achieve it. I know that sometimes in life when achieving things that we want, we think that strategy is all that we need. Just teach me how to do it. Cool. Now you know how to do it. I'm going to bet you know how to get what it is that you want. Why aren't you doing it? Because of the way that you think. What is happening between your two ears will hold you back 10 out of 10 times if you allow it to. Your mind is what you need to master first. Your mind is something that you always need to be working on. Thought work is forever because for every single one of us, no matter how successful you become, your mind can still be 
a little bee sometimes, right? That inner mean girl can come out and try and convince you, don't do it. Oh my God, you're not qualified to do this. How dare you? I'm going to be doing an episode inside of exclusive pep talks with the queen around imposter syndrome in May. Definitely an episode that you will want to listen to if you struggle with that voice in your head that tries to tell you you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. There's no way you can achieve this. You can change the way that you think, but it requires first a level of intentionality and self-awareness. And second, it requires the persistence for you to say, I don't change my thoughts overnight. It takes time and you have time. Stop convincing yourself that just because it's going to take a long time, that it's not worth doing. Shall I remind you, time is passing, whether you're working towards what you want or not, okay? I love you so very much. I hope that you have the best Monday of your life. I hope that you have the best week ever. I hope that you will take some of these powerful language shifts with you throughout the week as you notice your negative Nancy in your mind coming up and creeping in and trying to hold you back. Take these reframes with you. Take these powerful language shifts with you and use them, Shall I remind you, information without implementation changes nothing. I'm so happy that you're here and you listen, but this information is nearly useless if you don't take it out into your life and start implementing, okay? I love you so very much. I'm going to ask if you have not already, would you please leave a rating and review on the Queen of Pep Talks podcast? It means so very much to me. I'm so, so, so appreciative of you. I hope you have the best week ever, and I will talk to you guys on the next episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. See ya. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you were inspired by today's pep talk, be sure to share it with me by leaving a rating and review on iTunes so I can keep the encouragement coming your way. I hope you know that your support in helping me grow the podcast this year, it means so much to me. If we aren't already connected on social media, head over to join Jessica XO on Instagram or join the join Jessica XO free Facebook community for even more content that will inspire you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. Make sure you check out the show notes of today's episode for links to freebies, upcoming opportunities to work with me and ways that we can stay connected outside of the podcast. I love you so much. And I cannot wait to chat with you on the next episode of the queen of pep talks podcast. In the meantime, go fuck this day up in the best way possible.